Knockout Ginger, episode 56 with Brit. I don't even know your last name. I don't oh, know your last when name. When you asked me if I wanted to be on it and you called me Brit Dog, I felt really cool. You're in my phone as Brit Dog. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people with a one syllable name, uh-huh. I put dog on the end. But not, not everyone as concrete as putting it in my phone that way. So I'm like extra special. Maybe a little extra. Cool, cool, cool. But like, uh, Mac, who used to work here, uh-huh. is often Mac Dog. Uh, That's appropriate. Emily Whitaker, that used to work here, was Wit Dog. Mm-hmm. So I'm one of the pack, is what you're saying. Yeah. I forget. There's, I mean, there's got to be more. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Brit Dog works. Or um, Brit. All right. So am I just putting uh, episode 56 featuring Brit Dog <laughs> in the title? <laughs> People might get the wrong idea. Yeah. But yeah, actually go for it. Brit Dog. I'm committed. All right. Well... Here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so weird being here when it's so quiet. Yeah. It's unnatural. It's freaky. Yeah. Yeah. And then imagine having all the windows boarded up and then having to do this overnight. It's real weird. No. No, thank you. I mean, it is weird with the windows not being boarded up at night because people peek in often and I'm just sitting crouched at my computer huddling and people are... Yeah, it's weird. I used to... It used to be so quiet... Um, so like, I guess I started doing overnights in April or something and I didn't need the heat on or the air conditioning on. So it was like super, super quiet in here and you, and the city was so quiet that I could hear people walking by on the sidewalk, just like just footsteps. It was crazy. That's how a murder mystery starts. Yeah. You're the first one to die. Yeah. In that scenario. I almost got taken out by a spirit in the bathroom, in the woman's bathroom. No. The women's? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? I haven't, I haven't told you this story. No. I've told it on here. Why but does it always have to be the women's washroom? <laughs> I told it, I've told it on this podcast several times already, I think, but uh, my first night here alone, I come in to meet Tom and Tom like shows me, well, not, I obviously knew Tom before. I met Tom here, not you know. in the women's washroom. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was my first overnight, so Tom walked me around and like, here's the fire, here's the alarm panel, like the it's the basement. Here's where if it rains a lot, whatever, do this kind of thing, whatever. And then he turned all the lights off when he left, and I didn't know how to turn them back on. So both men's bathrooms 
the lights were off. I was like, I'm not shitting in the dark at the Rex by myself. So I went into the <laughs> woman's bathroom. Sarah, and... I just need you to buy <laughs> God, that's such a funny image. Okay. And I'm in the women's bathroom and uh, I hear like voices and like uh, like the most stereotypical ghost sound that you could imagine, like which makes me kind of think that it was in my head maybe, uh, but just like classic horror movie. How long after Tom had left? Quite a while. Okay, so yeah. probably wasn't Tom. No, no, it wasn't Tom. And, like, it was so, it was such a vivid sound that I was like, fuck, I left the door open. Someone's in here. So I ran out of the bathroom, barely even had my pants up, and there was no one in here. So you heard it in the women's washroom, or it was out here? I was pretty sure that when I was in the women's bathroom, it happened, like, inside that little corridor th- vestibule. vestibule thing inside the woman's bathroom <laughs> but whatever who knows why is it always the women's washer wonder if i'll hear anything now that i've heard this story i don't know if anyone else i don't know if everyone else has um more extreme experiences here so they don't talk about them or they just have an ex- like it's too um i kind of have this feeling that people just don't want to talk about their experiences that they've had here like there's a vibe here i feel so naive i had no idea i mean there's got to be something this building is so old and that basement is so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so creepy. Yeah. Super creepy. Yeah. I don't know. But there's like, you can, I have a tough time believing in stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's a, I feel like there's an energy here. I feel like, every, like, I don't know. I know what you mean. It's hard to put in like yeah i sound like a crazy person but this building and the people that come here are very very in line with the moon i love that (laughs) and i sound i sound like a crazy person but like you're absolutely right there's uh on the weird nights i often find myself going is it a full moon and it's like, yeah, yeah, there is a full moon in the sky. It's like, I mean, this is, might be a whole world thing. And it's just the fact that I'm here all the time. Hmm. But. I don't think you're wrong. I don't know. Could also be Mercury in retrograde. Apparently there's this website that I just learned of where it's like, is Mercury in retrograde.com or something? And it just says yes or no. Yeah, it's like the G train. <laughs> website have you seen that no right why would you because we're not in new york you have no reason to check the g train sometimes i forget where i live but the most uh sorry the l train the most fucked up brooklyn train there's a website 
there's a couple of them actually there's there's one called is the l train running and then there's one called <laughs> is the l train fucked <laughs> and you just go to the website and it, they either say yes or no so informative yeah Because running and fucked are two very different things, in, in my opinion. Yeah, running and... I mean... In, yeah. Fucked is more like, more of like a people energy kind of thing. And running is just like mechanical. To me. deep so deep what have you been doing here just chilling at the Rex. yeah at these shifts um trying to do stuff for the band watch tv play cards <laughs> electric <laughs> it's uh eight hours to kill <laughs> And you can only look at your screen so long. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I just realized that we're both wearing masks and pop filters on the microphones. We have pop filters on our faces. Whatever. I just wanted to test it. <laughs> uh, what kind of stuff are you working on for the band? Um, we're doing well, lunar, we're, lunar bloom. Lunar by bloom the way, for those those friendly listeners. When we first started, that like on stage adrenaline, I used to introduce ourselves as lunar broom by accident, but I'm much better at saying so, bloom. <laughs> probably really good time for me to move the chair. Also, lunar broom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're trying to see the silver lining of COVID. There um, isn't one, but... Uh, okay, maybe it's like a dull sheen. Yeah. And we're aiming to release our album the first week of June. And because we do everything ourselves. We are trying to put together a social program, social media program. Um, PR stuff. We're trying to plan a music video. What we can realistically afford to put into the project out of pocket. Since we've exacerbated all of the grants for this particular project. Yeah. It's just like a, a never-ending list. When you think you've got it, there's more. Yeah, it's the best. Sure. <laughs> I think that the, uh, like, for sure I'm, like, overwhelmed and grumpy or more grumpy than usual and not motivated or anything. I'm, like, don't want to do anything mm -hmm. right now because of the way that the world is treating us. But, um the never-ending workload when it's something that you love is something that I enjoy quite a bit. 
That's nice. For you, for you. That's nice. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think the reason why I'm struggling with it so much is because there's no reward. We're not playing shows. We're not being reminded of why we're doing what we're doing as much. And we just got our mixes back from our album. So that was like a nice little yeah. breath of fresh air. What do you think? Pretty excited. Yeah, good. Really excited to share what we've come up with. Um, our EP was more of like a what we called a tasting menu of our stuff. Like a little bit of everything. Because we had nothing. No calling card. Just, we're like, we're good. Trust us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, we didn't really do anything with it because we didn't know what we didn't know at the time. So we didn't do any promo. We didn't, yeah, do anything really. So this time around, we're really trying to take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, I don't know what we're supposed to do. I've got... Two, maybe two and a half records like in the can ready mm -hmm. to go and I just don't know what to do with them mm -hmm. and I'm already planning to record another one mm -hmm. and I just don't know what to do like it seems sort of silly to release something like someone like me who has like uh like best case scenario for my music is that like 10 people buy it and I get a review somewhere like it's a pretty small world like so in the um in the COVID world I don't know what to do because usually there's at least the benefit of like putting a record out hey I'll great I'll play some shows mm -hmm. as like a just like a, a celebration of a release or something and now it's like, well, okay, I'll, I'll, do I just put it on the internet and like tweet a link to my album and be like, hey, to my 120 followers on Twitter, like. I didn't realize you twit. Twitter, tweet, twit, tweet. I mean, it's mostly hockey stuff. Hmm. I tweet podcast links mm -hmm. to my episodes and hockey shit that no one cares about. I just like to yell about hockey into the, into the void. I think you should do you. Everyone else is. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to do doing you by yourself. Like, no one's paying enough ten attention for me to do me or not do me. Like, it, there's no, it doesn't matter either way. I am so grateful that there are three of us. It is so much work. Yeah, I mean, I've got six. and, and Well, there's six of us, including me and my uh -huh. band right now. But How I, do you guys divide up duties? Do you, I do everything. You do, yeah, yeah, see? It's my band. It's not their... See, it's such a... Like, it makes sense. Yeah. But to me, I, d I don't know... I only know my realm within the folk niche group that we've created for ourselves. 
but it seems ludicrous to me that you do it like every doesn't everyone benefit probably not really yeah well like if it's not promoted then no one comes to your shows and that's sad is it yeah (laughs) i don't know i guess i guess we kind of i mean I guess we're kind of thinking about different things. I always wonder if, because we all went to school for music theater, that's where we all met, and so much about music theater is about presentation. And I wonder if that's why it's so important to us to make sure that we have like an aesthetic, not just musically, but also in the world. I don't really see it as much working here with I think that the this community at the Rex just does things so much differently not that that's a bad thing Uh, I just don't know that I could function in that way I think it's a really bad thing and I think a lot of bands in this community and band leaders should fucking smarten up because a lot of them are lazy and disrespectful and they don't realize that there's people coming out to see them play Mm -hmm. and that really grinds me down like the like the fact that someone can play here and not even post about it on the internet, and then come yeah, in with flabbergasts me. Come in with their band and rehearse on the stage before the show starts. Like, fuck off, you know? <laughs> no, like how many people would kill for an opportunity like that? Yeah. Like, like I mean, you can say whatever you will about my shit, like like it don't like it i don't post enough i don't i don't cater to the audience enough like what like it's too self-absorbed whatever whatever your mm-hmm. whatever any art angle is like i don't think anyone can tell me that i uh the music's perfect like the way that the way that the band presents my music to Mm -hmm. me is perfect Mm -hmm. so like no one can um no one's going to come in and see me and say these guys aren't prepared yeah and that's basically all i care about Mm -hmm. like i just want people to know that i'm invested and i care like that's the main thing like it or not whatever so the fact that like you can so i don't put myself in entirely in the rex category of like whatever the term is uh it's a word that i always forget lackadaisical there's a very lackadaisical (laughs) approach that's a fun word yeah it is and it kind of uh yeah i don't know i remember when i because i when i first worked at the rex i was in the hotel and it was so boring and I just need to be doing something all the time. So I just started, I decided that I was going to make social media posts. Um, cause I, I noticed that there wasn't really a push. Yeah. And the person who does it is a clown. But like, you'd be amazed how many musicians don't have a decent photo of themselves. And how do you, 
it's like trying to chicken without the egg egg without the chicken yeah so in in some ways it's like totally two different worlds like there are some people where they're of the like a lot of people in this scene don't see themselves as artists they see themselves as like the equivalent of like a mechanic or something and it's like Mm. you're paying me to make sounds in this room i'm done cool but that's not sustainable it depends what world you want to live in because there's a bunch of people who sustain that like all they care about is playing in restaurants or at weddings kind of thing Uh and playing here is just kind of like an icing on the cake for like they get to play to bar now and again but most of their Mm -hmm. time is spent like playing in lobbies of hotels or whatever you know so a lot of people don't have this idea of like presenting yourself as an artist in order to uh further Mm -hmm. widen your career path as an artist and your image and your your whole thing it's so i I mean think about that that's it frustrates me. Like, I understand your, like, I understand why it confuses you. Yes, and very it, confused. And it frustrates me, but I also see that that's, like, just a whole other way of, like, okay, I went to jazz school. I'm a jazz guitarist. I just sit and play these songs that everyone's heard a thousand times. Yeah, that... And I can pay my rent kind, um, of, kind mechanic of vibe. analogy uh, really kind of explains that to me. Yeah. I just care so much about what I do that that mindset is not something that I could let myself do. I mean, I'm also a fresh daisy. I've only been doing this for four or five years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's some people that are totally fine never writing a song, never leading a band, never putting out a record. Like that, just hearing you say that made me really innately sad. Yeah. Because music is such a cathartic expression for me. Yeah. I was was talking to someone on the phone the other day. I'm not going to say who or who we were talking about. They'll know. It'll fucking ruin it. I mean, (laughs) it's, uh, I mean, it's not about the person I'm like, whatever. Go on. (laughs) Um, we were talking about a musician in the city that just, uh, fuck, I can't say too much at this <laughs> point. Uh, someone shared me a link mm-hmm. and, and I replied to this person, uh, wow, for someone who's done nothing, they're developing a pretty great career. And I don't understand how that happens. Mm-hmm. Like, I try so hard. Mm-hmm. I, it's <laughs> you know? infuriating. <laughs> yeah. And this person, like, never, hasn't even put out a fucking record, and they're, like, on their way, you know? I don't get it. They've made a deal with somebody down there. They've, like, traded a bit of their soul or something. I mean, I do it. Mike, we don't have souls. True. 
Do you think the internet's going to explode because there's two redheads in one one space? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, have I? Oh, my God. Am I not? Am Are I you not? my first ginger? Am I? Oh, maybe Phil Al- Albert might be a ginger. Don't know that person. Shout out, Phil, if he's listening. Ma- hey, maybe Phil. comment. <laughs> Oops. Do do people comment? Do they send you things? Uh, sometimes depends on. More people come up to me. At shows. To talk to me about my podcast than to talk to me about my music. Which disappoints In a me. Bad way. Like. like- telling you who the interview and oh no just commenting be like i mean they're being very nice they're like hey love the pod blah 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 whatever uh-huh. like when i'm working here or just uh-huh. at someone else's show to talk to me about my podcast than my music which frustrates me but whatever yeah God, the world is so yeah backwards it's weird like i've been working pretty hard at music for like 17 years mm-hmm. and i i'm like two years into a podcast and it's already more, way more popular than any music i've ever put out which fuck everyone <laughs> i mean good for you but yeah that sucks yeah i don't know i mean if you saw the numbers, you wouldn't be saying good for you, but I appreciate it. Listen, like I said, fresh as a daisy. <laughs> I'm so impressed. <laughs> I've cracked the I've cracked the top ten Canadian music podcast charts before. Cool. Which is fun. With um certain people? Uh y- I guess. That's a dumb question, because obviously... I don't really... I don't know how it works. Because when you look at the chart... Yeah, because like, is it for you. the episode, or is it as a whole? I think it's a bit of both, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Cool. You'll just cut that out <laughs> and make me sound smart. All right. It's been a long time since I've had a conversation. I'll just let it roll. I'll just cut out my part. Cool. I'll just go on and on about puns and seeds. Um, So much of Lunar Bloom came from our friendship and our experiences together as friends and things that we've shared Uh together. And I think if we were to sub someone or bring someone else in, that would be completely lost. Of course. In translation. And we have talked about replacements for certain shows because Kelly and I are both actors. And so there's the possibility that, you know, we book something and we have to miss a gig. We have contingency plans for that. But like as a whole, I think it would feel really unnatural and weird. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's just to the point where it's so intuitive now. that I, I can't imagine playing consistently with and creating with other people that are not them. It's possible, but 
it's a lot to overcome that, um, uh, I have those relationships Mm -hmm. for sure. And it's quite liberating to have a band where that's not really something I worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, See, we also don't have a band's leader. Like it's right. it's all interconnected and woven. I imagine it would be different yeah. if... I mean, of course I have my A-team. Yeah. For sure I have my A-team, but mm-hmm. there are so many great people that I can just plug in. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of by design, but not so... I don't know. Yeah, I guess we've kind of backed ourselves into a corner, but it's a very, very pretty corner. Yeah, there's like a, it's just one of those things where you can't, um, I don't want to diminish work that people put in for sure, but at a certain point with voices and blending, there's only so much you can do. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of, you either got it or you don't, mm-hmm. you know, like, of course you can make it, you can, I'm sure you guys have improved over time mm-hmm. with the work that you put in, mm-hmm. but also there's a certain natural thing there that you can't replicate with other people. No. So it's a tough one. I mean, we haven't really tried yeah, but, but I mean, it's just something that we we know. Yeah. You like you you take one of the voices out of Crosby Stills and Nash, you got a problem. That's a Mhm. If you like even if you take one of the you take one of the voices out of Alexis on Fire, it's a problem. You mm-hmm. know, like voice voice is such a a unique thing. So how do you like, how do you approach that? Do you have, do you guys have like stand-ins? We've never needed to do it. We have talked about versions of songs that only have two voices. There are certain songs that require the three for it to be yeah. what it is. And we would just not put those on the set list. Right. Uh, but we haven't had to do that yet. Yeah. I guess, so that's a similar thing. Like sometimes I go like, all right, I got this person playing this part, so we shouldn't play that song. We got to play these parts, this mm-hmm. song with fewer parts. Kind of like, mm-hmm. I do that kind of adapting. Yeah, I I don't know if it, how it would read. Because... um our instrumentation is so sparse and we use the voices to create the space and the aesthetic. Yeah. I don't know how it would translate with only two. It would feel so, it's like part of the story would be missing. Yeah. And because we like to make things more interesting and difficult for ourselves, it's never... I'm always on the top, Jocelyn's on the bottom, Kelly's in the middle. There's no one person who's a lead for a whole song, really. Uh, It's a lot of coming together and coming out and switching parts that trying to bring in someone else 
and going song by song would yeah. be it's crazy. a lot of work. It's like teaching someone a language. Yeah, exactly. The language of Lunar Bloom. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. and also, like, again, like, different worlds. Like, if I went to see... If I went to see a band that wasn't, like, a jazz-based or jazz-adjacent group and someone wasn't there, mm -hmm. I would be disappointed. Mm -hmm. But then, like, the way that the jazz improvised music world is you kind of expect to not see the same band mm -hmm. there's very few situations where you can guarantee the lineup it's a different world yeah it's fascinating to me i was so nervous doing the open mic jam night because i've never had to I've got that like really intimate intuition with Jocelyn and Kelly in terms of like letting go and going with whatever's going on on stage that when I was with other musicians that I'd never played with before, even though I knew the format of the song, it just, I was like, do I, do I come, do I come in? Do I, do I repeat? Do I, I was so nervous. Chris Gale was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> intruder intruder <laughs> intruder danger will robinson hey ross hey what's going on here i see people everyone's working hard oh yeah grinding it out how's Gee it going i've been here since yesterday How's it been going? In your fucking business. All right. Lols. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to myself. You probably are. What I'm am I, chop liver? Trust. <laughs> <Rude. laughs> Bye, Raz. <laughs> Like, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm absolutely not saying that this is fucking goddamn I don't even know how to motherfucker. <laughs> uh. I think that's supposed to be fuck sakes. Oh, that's better. Am I helping? <laughs> Is it off now? I don't know. It's gotta be I off. I don't think so. All right, that's all from us. Bye. <laughs> no. <laughs> Keeping spy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Great. Um, and any uh, closing thoughts from my idiot listeners? No, it's just... Uh, really interesting for me to hear the other side of a different community to kind of get a little peekaboo inside it's all the same it isn't it isn't yeah <laughs> <laughs>
I think I understand it a bit better. <laughs> uh, I've been very, um, we'll have to do round two. Mm-hmm. It's hard to like, uh, yeah, sound, not an interruption. the distract. It's like a, you know, I mean, we have more than enough here mm-hmm. to make a very solid episode, mm-hmm. so I'm not worried about it, but, uh, what do you want me to link to in the descriptions? Um, Leonard Bloom Instagram is fine. And then are you guys on, how do you like people to? We're on Spotify. Um, we're launching a new website soon. Which probably won't be ready by tomorrow. Nope. (laughs) All right. So I'll do Instagram and Spotify or Instagram and Bandcamp or what do you? Yeah, we don't have a Bandcamp. No Bandcamp. All right. I'll do Instagram and instagram well, it's weird to link to spotify i mean you can go ahead and do our website like it's still active okay i'll do that uh, we're just we're changing the aesthetic all right it's fine it's weird to link to spotify from spotify is it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh i mean yeah yeah the, spot, the, spotify is where you'll hear our stuff yeah the links are in the thing uh um Bird Dog out. Bird Dog out. <laughs> Tell them your band members' names. Oh, Josh. Yeah. Um they have names. Yeah. Did you do that yet or and I wasn't I mean I did I could You describe them in pretty good detail. Describe them but, um but I think they deserve a full For sure introduction. Yeah. My bandmates are Jocelyn Regina and Kelly McNamee. Nice. Maybe mm-hmm. some future podcast guests. Yeah. It's super fun to do larger groups. So we could do all three of you for one. Ooh, that'd be fun. It would be fun. We've only done that once before. That'd be great. <laughs>